All right, welcome in to 910 AM, a superstation here on Car Radio. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist with the Detroit News, and great to have you on the program for the next two hours. Best car radio program in all of Michigan. we got a packed lineup today. As always, we're going to go down to Alabama, where the IndyCar boys are. We're going to talk to Michael Montre, uh, who is the president of the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix. And uh, he's, he's down there uh, on the IndyCar circuit, but also is going to uh, give us uh, some updates on the Grand Prix, which is coming very fast, uh, just uh, almost a month away, uh, going back to the streets of Detroit. That'll be great to talk to Michael. We'll also be talking to John McCormick about the latest uh, Hyundai Ioniq 6 that he and I drove, a fascinating uh, electric car and going uh, straight at the Tesla Model 3, which is the most popular EV sedan yet on the market. And then uh, big developments up in Pontiac. Uh, this week I was reporting for the Detroit News uh, about a change in roadkill nights, hugely popular event here in Metro Detroit, uh, sort of uh, the unofficial opening of the Dream Cruise in August. Uh, roadkill nights is going to be moving its venue, uh, not moving out of Metro Detroit happily, but we'll be moving its venue for this year, this August. So uh, we'll be checking in with our good friend Tom McDonald on that. And then the second hour, uh, uh, lots to get to as well, talking about new cars from Mazda, from uh, Hyundai, as well as Dodge. So a lot to get to today. Uh, Give us a call here, 313-778-7600. If you want to join the conversation, as always, if you can't, Tune in to the entire show today on a Saturday. You can pick us up on podcast. Next week, we go to all your favorite podcast channels, Spotify, Google, Apple, Detroit News. So lots of ways to access us here at Car Radio. Lots of ways to access Michael Montre, too. Hard, hard man to keep up with. He is down in Birmingham, Alabama today. Michael, how are you? I'm great, Henry. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah, great to uh, great to hear your voice, and uh, we got um, we got the Detroit Grand Prix uh, coming up uh, fast here. But today uh, you're down, you're down in uh, Alabama with the fast guys at Barber Raceway. How are things looking down there? It looks great. They've uh, they've had a little bit of rain throughout the week, but uh, I'll tell you, today is beautiful. They just went green flag on practice two here for the IndyCar NGP IndyCar Series, and um, looks like tomorrow is going to be a nice day as well. So the uh, weather is cooperating. Another uh, sold-out uh, venue here for the NTT IndyCar Series race tomorrow, uh, 3 p.m. on NBC, by the way. I just thought I'd throw that out. Uh, and um should be a great weekend. This is a beautiful course here. Just a beautiful circuit. Yeah, it really is. I I, uh, I was racing down there last week uh, or last year. I was supposed to be in Mid Ohio this weekend, and the weather is absolutely awful uh, up here. Yeah. Uh, just ra- the rain forecast all three days in Mid Ohio. So we uh, pulled up stakes and. Uh, I decided not to go down to mid-Ohio this weekend. Uh, similar conditions in Road Atlanta, so I'm glad the weather gods are are shining on you down there in, in uh, Barber. And, you know, and, and Michael, it is, it's, it's fascinating, this series. I, I think it's the best uh, racing in the world right now, in IndyCar, and in part because you go to – the series goes to beautiful venues like Barber Motorsports Park, probably the prettiest racetrack in the United States – 
You go to really high-speed ovals like uh, Texas and, of course, the classic uh, Indy 5 uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And then you come here to Detroit, and these guys go at it wheel-to-wheel in the streets of Detroit. I mean, there is no series that has this kind of uh, variety at the top end of the sport. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's been one of the hallmarks of the IndyCar series forever is that you have three different racing disciplines, um, you know, the high-speed ovals. And you could really throw in the, the short ovals as well, uh, Henry, and include those because those are a different animal as well, uh, places like Iowa Speedway. Um, and, uh, it, it, you know, all three different racing disciplines, um, the, the, the talent level of the drivers in this series uh, right now is just unbelievable. All the teams are very evenly matched. It's it's uh, it's not you know at all uh, uncommon to see you know P1 to P27 across the entire driver lineup, and so the second from first to 27th uh, when qualifying is done. So. Uh, everyone is very equal. Anybody can win on a given weekend, and uh, it is phenomenal, phenomenal racing, like you mentioned. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, Penske, Team Penske, has uh, one of the best driver lineups. Uh, Scott McLaughlin was le- leading the uh, practice boards yesterday, but has uh, teammates Joseph Newgarden and uh, and Will Power right there. I mean, one of the great teams in the sport. But as you say, any of these guys – can win on any given day. Formula One, which is uh, which has had remarkable success in this country, which is very exciting to see for F1 fans here. But you know, it's pretty pretty restricted. Uh, two or three teams at the top uh, you expect to win any given weekend. Uh, not the case with IndyCar. I mean, Penske. You, you know, you guys at Penske are good, but <laughs> you, you got competition all the way down the field. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, we, we lose more than we win, that's for sure. Uh, and we and we're you know one of the one of the most accomplished teams on the grid. But the competition is amazing. I mean, just you know, two weeks ago in Long Beach, uh, a, a you know first time winner in Kyle Kirkwood with uh, Andretti Motorsports, and uh, it's uh, anybody can win any weekend. It's 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 great. And and you mentioned F F1 and you know how popular it's become in the U.S. Um, which is absolutely true, and and quite frankly, that's great for motorsports. Um, it's it's great for every form of motorsports. How popular it's becoming. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but we just launched uh, our own uh, version of the docu series that that was what most people point to for the reason F1 has become so popular in the U.S. Um, ours is called uh, 100 Days to Indy, and it aired for the first time. Uh, the evening on CW Network, and it will air again tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. And uh, just a phenomenally uh, well-done series. It's from the same uh, producer and director that did Full Swing, which is the golf PGA Golf Tour one they had on Netflix. Uh, and uh, just, I would, I would encourage anybody who's not familiar with the series to tune in and uh, really get to know our drivers and our series. It's, it's a phenomenal series. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, great. that's great to know about. I did not know about 100 Days to Indy. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to do, uh, have to do a, a show, I'll do a car radio show on that. That's, uh, that's really exciting. I'll check in on that tonight. So, so Michael, uh, uh, um, you know, a lot's coming here with the Detroit Grand Prix. Uh, tell, tell us just about how are things are looking downtown. I, I, every time I'm down, down, uh, I go down there, I actually go and take a lap of the track. It's, uh, it's a great, uh, circuit. It's the, the, most of the, uh, uh, a lot of the work that's done on the circuit itself, uh, 
has been completed, uh, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a really exciting circuit going around the Rensen. Kind of take us down there and, and explain to people what uh, fan access is going to be like. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think starting with the circuit, I think there's there's it's really tough to imagine the circuit unless you actually go down there and do it like you have, uh, Henry. When you look at it on a map, it looks uh, very unimaginative and not very exciting, quite frankly. Um, but when you get down there and you see uh, the elevation changes going from Jefferson down to the river, uh, you know, Atwater Street right on the river, uh, and then back up to Jefferson going up Rivard, there are some really steep elevation changes. Uh, there's going to be some interesting turns. There's uh, the, probably the most interesting of those is turn three, which is right uh, at Griswold and Jefferson, uh, a 180-degree hairpin turn uh, at the end of a 0.7-mile straightaway. Uh, so just an incredibly long straightaway right down Jefferson. Uh, that's where the start line is going to be, uh, right in front of the Renaissance Center on Jefferson. And they'll be going 185, 190 miles an hour down Jefferson before this 180-degree turn. Uh, and they'll come back to Bates. I mean, it's going to be a phenomenal circuit. And uh, I think until, you know, the, the cars get out there and are racing, uh, it's tough to imagine and, and really appreciate. But I think it's going to be phenomenal. And as far as the actual venue goes, uh, we're doing some really, um, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to call them revolutionary, but it really hasn't been done uh, in any other arena that, that I'm aware of, uh, professional sports arena. And we're basically saying, hey, we're racing in your city, Detroit, and we want you to come and be a part of it. And to do that, we're going to allow uh, a ton of free viewing. Um, come on down. If you can go anywhere around the circuit other than into a grandstand, and it's free. Um, so if you want to get into a grandstand, you obviously have to have a ticket. But come on down. We're, we're going to build nine viewing platforms across the entire venue so you can get up and see over the fence and really come to appreciate what we're doing here uh, on the IndyCar circuit, like we said, and in the city of Detroit. Um, we'll have free concerts in Hart Plaza all weekend long, uh, all free. You can get all in and out of Hart Plaza without a ticket. You can go on the Riverwalk, uh, all the way up and down on the Riverwalk between Hart Plaza and Cullen Plaza, all free. Um, and it's just going to be it's going to be a great weekend, just a great weekend. So we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's, it's really a cool uh, uh, venue when you think about it. Uh, right down there on the waterfront, uh, the the winter circle is going to be uh, right out front of the Winter Garden. Uh, for those folks who are familiar with uh, with the Rensen, so yeah, really spectacular uh, view. And and Michael, I think uh, for Detroit Free Pre Day which is uh, Friday. This is a tradition that's been in place since 1982 uh, at the Detroit Grand Prix, Grand Prix going way back to the F1 days. Uh, uh, people will have uh, free access to even the grandstands that day, won't they? Yeah, so um, thanks for pointing that out, Henry. Uh, Comerica is back again as our sponsor for uh, Comerica Free Pre-Day, and um, I'll give them a lot of credit. Uh, we weren't sure with us opening up you know, the circuit for mostly free, um, if they would 
still want to do it. Um, and they said, absolutely, we think, you know, it's important, as do, as do we on the Grand Prix side, and we were able to figure it out. But um, so, again, all the grandstands, you'll need a ticket to get into, except for on Friday in Grandstands 1 and Grandstands 9. Those are the two main grandstands. They're the largest capacity grandstands we have on the, on the venue, and they are immediately across from the Blue Cross Blue Shield pit lane. And um, this pit lane is going to be uh, a story. One way or another, it's going to be an incredible storyline for the entire weekend because it's the first time uh, anybody has done a full two-sided pit lane uh, for the entire 500 feet of pit lane. So if you're a driver and you come in and turn to the, you know, turn to the right into pit lane, you're going to have to either go to the right or the left, depending on which side of the pit lane your team is set up on. Um, so it's going to be exciting. You're going to get a great view of the pit from each of those grandstands throughout the entire weekend. And then on Friday, to reiterate, on Friday for Comerica Free Pre-Day, those two grandstands are completely free. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, so much to see for folks. Just exciting to uh, to bring the Grand Prix uh, back downtown for the first time. But for those folks who do remember uh, the F1 track, which really kind of um, cut the the city in half a little bit, this is a very uh, compartmentalized track. It, it pretty much makes a loop around the uh, the Renaissance Center. And so, Michael, I, I, I suspect that people are really going to find this easy to access. I mean, you, you can go over to Campus Martius, all the restaurants over there, which are going to be on the backside of the grandstands right there on Jefferson, and you can come right over to the track, as you say, go into Hart Plaza. It seems like the access is going to be much better for this track than it was back in the old days. Well, and, and you're absolutely right, Henry. And that was, you know, that was very deliberate on our end. We wanted to make sure that we had people uh, coming to downtown, not just for the race, but also for the event of it, for the street festival. And those people that came had easy access to the restaurants, the bars, uh, the hotels, all within walking distance of downtown. So we're hoping people come down and park you know, wherever, take the queue line down, enjoy the day downtown, walk over to the race, see some of that, um, and then go back to a bar or restaurant on their way out of town. Um, so we're really looking at this to be additive to the environment downtown, um, whereas in the past, you know, when the race was there last in 1991, it really did cut cut the downtown almost in half, and you had businesses and restaurants inside the circuit, which is just a tough way to, to do it. So so we're, we're really excited about um, the foot traffic that uh, we expect the event to generate for all of those local businesses downtown. In addition, in Campus Martius and Cadillac Square, we're going to have pop-up uh, stores for uh, businesses that are all around the entire geographic footprint of Detroit. So those businesses that aren't located right in the downtown core, we went out to them and said, hey, we'd like to have you downtown. So you can benefit from this as well. And they all turned in applications. We had over 73 businesses turn in applications uh, to come downtown. And we went through and, uh, you know, selected over 30 of them, and they'll be set up uh, in Cadillac Square. So uh, not only will it benefit the businesses right in the downtown core, also those other businesses from across the footprint will be set up as well to benefit. Yeah, it's a lot, lot to look forward to. Uh, Michael Montre, uh, President of the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix. Uh, good luck down there at Barber Raceway this weekend. Good luck to Team Penske, and I look forward to talking to you more about the Detroit Grand Prix over the next month. Thanks, Henry. Appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a break here. 
hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we're going to be talking to John McCormick about Hyundai Ionics. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. Is Pastor J.L. Jefferson, Senior Pastor of Good News International Ministries. Looking for a place to worship on this Sunday? No problem. Be my special guest on this Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. for anointed preaching, singing, and lunch after church. We are currently worshiping at the Mary Grove College Theater, located at 8425 West McNichols Road at the corner of Wyoming in Detroit. This is a free city wide worship event. Simply go to eventbrite.com, type in Good News International Ministries, and reserve as many seats as you want. We want to give back to the community. The person that brings the most guests will receive $100 in free gas. Join us this Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. Call 248-971-8954 for transportation or prayer requests. Good News International Ministries. See you on Sunday. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. Have you thought about advertising your business on our 9 10 a.m. superstation? Our audience is bigger than ever, and your investment will be lower than ever. Find out how you can grow your business. Give us a call during business hours and ask for Henry, 248-357-4566. We will tell your story, and more folks than ever before will come to your door. 248-357-4566. Ask for Henry, the super audience at our 9 10 superstation, wants to hear about you. Call now. Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. And uh, from race cars to electric cars, uh, we're going to talk to John McCormick here, who's a columnist for Autos Consumer. John, how are you? I'm doing great, uh, Henry. Thank you very much. Lovely spring day here, so all's well. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad it's uh, lovely up in Frankfurt, Michigan. It's uh, Boy, it's just raining down here. And uh, ah. I was supposed to go racing at Mid. I was, I was going to do this program as I often do from the racetrack at Mid Ohio this weekend, and uh, and the forecast was just going to rain there all weekend long. And Mid Ohio was no fun in the rain. So uh, so we're back in studio, and uh, yeah. you know we'll we'll uh, keep our powder dry for another race weekend. But looking pretty yeah. good up, looking pretty good up there on the on the west side of the state, huh? Oh, it's beautiful. It's scenic Frankfurt, and I've talked a bit about uh, that whole thing in, in my story this week that ran next to yours on EVs, uh, you know, the pluses and minuses, as it were, of living in the uh, rural side of the state uh, when it comes to owning an EV. But, uh, but no, I, lo- I love it here. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a really good story, uh, uh, John, and, and it was in the Detroit News 
this week and talking about your experience uh, driving electric cars over on that side of the state. And it's interesting, too, because both you and I have a lot of personal experience with EVs. And five years ago, uh, I bought a Tesla Model 3. I've owned uh, two of them uh, since that time, since the, the first uh, Model 3 I had in 2018. And you were thinking of uh, buying an electric car at the same time as well. I think you were looking at a Audi e-tron, as I recall. And uh, and, yeah. you, and you put off that decision, and um, yeah, it's 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 a little different being out in rural America compared to a big metro area uh, here like Detroit. Yes, exactly, and uh, I, I I detailed a lot of that stuff in my article. But the the biggest thing is the charging network is the problem. Um, I mean, you can you can say that EVs themselves uh, need to get more range. I think I think. To be comfortable, they need to be more in the 350 to 400 range, and many of them now are in the 250 to 300, if you're lucky. Um, but uh, the other big component uh, is, is the lack of infrastructure, and that really comes home to bear in, when you're living out, out in the boonies like I am. Um, very difficult, actually. And uh, so I had a, a sort of diet of about six or seven EVs over the last few months, and um, varying experiences with that charging. Uh, I will say, um, overall, that Hyundai, the brand, is really doing a good job, I think, of, of getting their head in the EV game uh, with lots of entries. In notable contrast to some other big brands like Toyota that seems to be very slow to get, get involved in EVs for various reasons of their own. But um, no, I had, uh, had a couple of good ones lately. The, uh, well, last year, the Hyundai Ioniq 5, and more recently, the Ionic 6, which is basically the sedan version of the 5. And it, it uh, notably won the World Car of the Year Award uh, in New York at the auto show this year. So I think that's a reflection of, of its uh, strengths. And uh, same for the 5. I, don't, I think you've also been in the 6 yourself recently, right? Yeah, you? yeah, I just uh, tested the, uh, the Ionic 6 uh, last week uh, out in uh, the Ann Arbor area. And, you know, it's interesting to me. John, and, and I think the, the EV space is still very much a niche uh, space right now. It's, um, it, it's for buyers who have disposable income where they can pay $45,000, uh, $57,000 for the Ionic 6 uh, that I was testing. Yeah. It's, it, it, these, are, these are cars for folks with multi-car uh, garages. But um, the fascinating thing I've, to me about Hyundai, and as you say, they've been very aggressive in this space, is I believe they are maybe shy of BMW, uh, the only manufacturer that's gone head-on against Tesla with both a sedan and a SUV in the, uh, in the, in the so-called entry-level EV space. Most manufacturers like Ford, um, uh, Cadillac, et cetera, have all chosen just to do an SUV. Interesting to me, I mean, and that that um, that Hyundai is is going after both the Model Three with the Ionix uh, Six sedan and going after the Model Y with the Ionic Five SUV. Agreed. Yeah, and I think the notable thing too about the Six is. You know, sedans, as we all know, are sort of out of favor at the moment, um, but they just said, well, we're going to do one. And I think the re big reason is the aerodynamics of that sedan uh, are so much better than the aerodynamics of an SUV that, that helps hugely in getting a longer range. As you may have noted, the Ionic 6 
the planes and a range of up to 361 miles in the in the single motor version, um, which which is pretty good if if you could ever get close to that in real world use. But uh, that's the kind of ra- rationale I think for doing a sedan EV. Yeah, it's got uh, absurdly low drag coefficient, something like point point twenty one. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, really it's really yeah. slippery. And as as folks know uh, who've who've been listening to us talk about EVs, yeah, r- uh, range is a big issue. These manufacturers are keen on making them as slippery as possible because uh, yeah, a, 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 a bigger footprint in the air is going to reduce your range. The other thing, John, I thought that was interesting was just how simple. The design was on this vehicle again uh, similar to the Model Three. There's sort of a general aesthetic um, that's grown up around the uh, EVs because of Tesla's success, and, th- and this Hyundai is very sleek on the outside, very uh, simple on the inside, um, with uh, with one big screen going across the uh, going across the dash, and and I. I I dare say I think a lot of people might find this car more usable than a Tesla. I agree. I think they, they've done a nice job of, of taking that simplistic approach or simple approach to the interior, but maintaining the functionality a bit better than Tesla, which is, as you know, you have to go through a screen to do virtually anything inside the car. And that's a bit impractical, really. Uh, so I think uh, Ionic 6 takes a nice uh, approach to that, and and it is an attractive car. Um, and, I, and it's it's hard for me. I, I I kind of like the Ionic 5 for its kind of funky looks, but um, so I'd be torn to choose between the two actually. But overall, I think they've done a great job. And then on the side, you've got Kia, which of course uses the same underpinnings as these two vehicles for the EV6. Their EV version, and uh, I really like the look of that car. And that is more of a hatchback design, but it's kind of stylish at the same time. Yeah, and then and then here comes. Uh, speaking of Kia, here comes Kia with an EV9. And uh, you know, you and I have been talking about uh, you know s- uh, sedans and low uh, and and low uh, uh, drag coefficient. They're the they're the first in the market, I believe, with a three row SUV electric vehicle. That that seems, seems very ambitious to me. Yeah, I mean, between Kia and Hyundai and Genesis, I would add, you know, they're really pushing hard into the EV space. Um, and yeah, three-row is, is remarkable because, you you know, you think about the weight involved and, and all that, and that's a weight, of course, of an enemy of all vehicles, but especially EVs, which, which have to carry around a huge heavy battery pack as it is. So they did ambitious. Um, uh, While well, we're talking about ambitious, I, I really like the Genesis EVs. I don't know if you've been in the various models, but I've I tried a couple. And yeah, although they're I've driven the GV60. Yeah, yeah, they're they're considerably more expensive than the cars we're just talking about, but very refined. Um, and you know, so, uh, and they don't feel. That they don't quite feel that sort of heavyweight uh, heft that you get a, and when you're going through a tight, twisty road that you have in most EVs. I thought they were very nicely set up and um, impressed with Genesis as well. Yeah, the, the uh, I, I drove a GV60 up your way actually uh, last yeah. fall and, and did a road trip in it. And uh, although it, it does beg the question, John, I mean, here you got uh, Hyundai. Uh, uh, Kia with three brands, uh, uh, Genesis, uh, Kia, 
Hyundai, all using the same platform, all using the same electric motors, batteries. Um, you know, why why would you pay the uh, whatever it is, the five or ten grand premium for a Genesis GV60 when you essentially get the same car in a uh, in a lovely uh, Kia Ionic Six? Yeah, I, I, there, that's a good argument. Um, other than the fact that, of course, with the Genesis, you get this layer of luxurious interior. I mean, really nicely executed, I think, leather and all the trimmings. Um, so, you know, for people who want that and want to have an EV, I think it's a nice compromise and cheaper than, you know, the German brands who are doing EVs considerably. So, uh, one of which I, I had on my, on my recent EV diet, which was the BMW i7. Um, I don't know if you've been in that, but that is full-on luxury. <laughs> there's, not, there's nothing left out of that vehicle. But, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised by how quick it was. Uh, you know, I thought with all the weight in that, it would be a bit of a dog, but it actually it was really fast, very refined, very smooth. And a, a lovely package, but $150,000 as a quit. So, bit of a showstopper there. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the BMW and Mercedes EVs are, are strikingly fast, uh, particularly off the line. You really feel the power. Uh, John, uh, hold on there. We're going to uh, take a break here, hear from our sponsors. And on the other side, we'll talk more with John McCormick about all things electric vehicles. You're on Car Radio 910 AM. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. 63. Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had no energy. 
for months and months and months. I had no energy, and I'm a very active person. And my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time, and I was slow at everything that I was doing. And I kept listening to the commercials. And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not, but I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days to taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5. 910, the Superstation, Detroit's only African-American talk radio. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM at Superstation. We are talking with John McCormick, columnist for Autos Consumer, good good friend of the program. And and uh, John, you know, I, I I hate I hate to see when when government gets gets uh, really involved in consumer markets because consumer markets uh, are are really uh, multifaceted things. Consumers have lots of different needs. Um, uh, for for products and for for you know government for the federal government to come in and say to the auto manufacturers, okay, uh, you're going to build this uh, is is just not a realistic approach to a uh, an automotive market that's diverse as the United States and I and I you know we got a hundred and uh, over a hundred billion dollars coming into the charging infrastructure of this country here over the next few years. I think there's going to be a lot of waste. I mean, I, you know, the, I, I, that just does not seem like an efficient way for an infrastructure uh, network to develop. Well, yeah, I agree. And I think, I think a big part of the problem is the way people are approaching EVs or thinking about them in a general consumer doesn't understand that they're going to have to change their mindset in driving an EV and fueling their EVs. It's, it's much, it's much more planning required for trips. And because we're just not going to have an EV station on every corner like you do with gas stations currently for a long, long time, if at all. And so I think that that's the biggest problem. That's something I observed in my experience. Is also that you know the, the EV stations, such as they are, are not are not very good. They are either too few, uh, you 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 know there's problems with the technology. They don't work properly, and you have to wait some time. Even with the fastest chargers, you have to wait quite a while. And if you know if there's nowhere to wait other than in your car, that's not great fun. And people are, I think they're going to have problems with that. And as you say, the government trying to impose. Um, their own measures on, on developing this is, is not going you know, to work well as having it done by market forces, which you know is the normal way. So yeah, I, I, I have concerns about the rollout of EVs, as far, especially as far as infrastructure goes. 
Yeah, and I, you know, and you, you think of cell phones, and cell phones kind of, you know, they they uh, uh, moved along for a number of years, and uh, all of a sudden you you got this remarkable product, the iPhone that came along, and everybody everybody just had to have a cell phone. You couldn't live your life without a cell phone, and lo and behold, uh, places like uh, Frankfort, Michigan, and Charlevoix, Michigan, where I uh, uh, go up to frequently. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, the infrastructure developed. I mean, somehow, the infrastructure, the private companies figured out where to put all the towers, and you can go to Frankfurt and, and Charlevoix and never have uh, signal issues. So, you know, when you right. yeah, when you get the product uh, in people's hands, I, I find the the infrastructure guys follow uh, pretty quickly. And, and to your point, John, so I you know I've I, I drive up north quite a bit in my Tesla, and I thought for a while that the infrastructure is going to get better up there. And, uh, you know, five years ago, there were no uh, chargers in Charlevoix. There was one downtown, which was frequently out of order. And I thought, you know, that's going to change over time. It didn't. I mean, a Charlevoix today has two 240-volt chargers. You've got one 240-volt charger there in Frankfurt, which takes a long time uh, to charge, yeah. so I, I've decided I'm going to put a charger in my house, uh, our, yeah. you know, my little our, our our little house up there in Charlevoix. I, I think that's really the most efficient way uh, to charge vehicles is just make them home based. Yeah, and but you really need need the, uh, the 240 volts and you know a high power charger unit itself, which of course quite, can get pretty expensive, um, which is another. So maybe that's an area where the government should be helping is is with encouraging people to do that. Because in my case, you know, in my garage, I've got just a normal 120 outlet. And I, I when I had that BMW with its huge battery, I plugged it in just to see how it would do. And it kept tripping the breaker yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> the amperage wasn't strong enough for the thing. Yeah. So you know, I really, if I if I own that vehicle, I should probably have uh, should probably spend several thousand dollars on a on a proper, you know, decent power charger, which would help overnight charging. But even then, you know, it, that's that's nothing like a, a DC charger, you know, a proper public one, uh, where you can get a, a fairly substantive charge in say 30, 20 or thirty minutes, as you've probably experienced, um, and. Those are the ones that we need to see more of. Yeah, and and they ain't cheap either. I mean, uh, folks are used to, uh, you know, fifteen twenty cents a kilowatt hour in your home. You go out to these public DC chargers, and you're looking at forty eight cents a kilowatt hour, which is actually more expensive than gas per mile. So yeah, well, yeah, I agree, and that that's something I noted on my various charging experiences in public was. Uh, the variant variance in, in in the cost, and from what I understand, a lot of these chargers are installed at, say, a regular gas station. But the company that runs that gas station is responsible for charging whatever they want for their electric charging. So there's no sort of common. You can't go into one of these places and think, oh well, I'll pay you know 30 cents or 40 cents a kilowatt. It's it could be anything. Um, so it, 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 it really is, it's a wild west at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and again, you can get a sense, uh, uh, listening to John and I talk about this, about why EVs are, are very much a niche uh, right now. It's uh, not only in, not only uh, inconveniences in, in charging, but also you, you need money. I mean, uh, you know, these, these vehicles aren't cheap, and it's not cheap 
to put a uh, two thousand uh, dollar two forty volt uh, uh, line into your house, John. Uh, once uh, one one uh, last question uh, for you before we let, let you go. Um, uh, we got IndyCar down in uh, Barber. Uh, this weekend, uh, you're a good Brit. You're a, a racing fan. What do you think of three Formula One races in this country this year? Do you ever think you'd see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. I I always remember the. I think it was the Phoenix Formula One race from years ago, where they had such a poor turnout that I think the local ostrich race had more attendees. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, flash forward to today, and things have changed. There are a lot of people credit that TV show, uh, Drive to Survive, uh, the Netflix show, for helping. But I, I don't know. I, I wonder how how sustainable that really is. I mean, we've gone from very few to maybe too many. We'll see. This will be an interesting year. Yeah, no, it's, it's really exciting to, to see the Las Vegas Grand Prix this year, I think, is going to be uh, crazy in terms of ticket prices. John, uh, thanks for joining us as always, and look forward to talking to you again soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Henry. All right. Um, I think we have uh, Tom McDonald on the line, a uh, good friend of the program. Tom, you there? I'm here, Henry. How are you today? Hey, doing good. Uh, uh, great to hear your voice. Uh, Tom, I think, is in uh, Philadelphia, um, uh, but is often in the uh, Detroit area because he is a uh, M1 concourse uh, member, our fabulous uh, race club car uh, uh, track facility up in the Pontiac uh, area. And, Tom, what, what brings you to Philly today? Well, uh, actually, I'm on my way from Florida. We were in Florida for the last six weeks and drove up to Philly today for uh, my niece's wedding, and tomorrow we'll be back in good old Detroit, hopefully. Yeah, that, that sounds like a great day. Weddings are always a great day. So, Tom, yeah. uh, we, we got some interesting uh, news here this week. I wrote about it for the Detroit News. Uh, we we uh, found out that Roadkill Nights, which is uh, one of my favorite events in the Detroit area, uh, has and has been held at M1 Concourse for the last uh, seven years, is going to move venues. We, we don't know exactly where that new venue is uh, but um, but it's no longer going to be at M1 Concourse. Did that uh, surprise you? Well, it did a little bit, but I, I think um, one of the main reasons, uh, Henry, is that uh, Woodward Avenue is under construction right in front of uh, M1 Concourse. And as you remember, Roadkill Nights they used to do legal drag racing on Woodward Avenue, right? right there, just a little bit uh, north of South Boulevard. So uh, I believe that's probably one of the main reasons why it won't be there this year. Uh, again, because that's the, the big draw, of course, is folks being able to see a lot of the Mopar vehicles, particularly, you know, making a lot of smoke on Woodward Avenue, legal, legal smoke, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, it is a remarkable uh, event and uh, for folks who are not familiar with Roadkill uh, Nights, powered by Dodge, uh, this is an event that's actually put on by Motor Trend. It was brainstormed uh, by Motor Trend with Tim Tim Kaniscus, who is the crazy Motorhead uh, boss of the Dodge brand. Yeah, and they uh, they brainstormed this thing uh, a, a, a week ahead of the official Dream Cruise date to uh, legally drag race down the southbound lanes of Woodward Avenue 
uh, towards South Boulevard, just north of the it, it, just just north of the uh, St. Joe's Hospital up there. I mean, it's it's an extraordinary thing to see, isn't it, Tom? You know, it is. And of course, there was like I don't know thirty or forty thousand people that were both lining Woodward and inside of uh, M1 Concourse. Uh, at least last year, and uh, it was quite a, a, a spectacle. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and Tom and I are going to uh, tell you more details about road, where roadkill nights might be going. Uh, it's still coming. I think we're still going to have it on August 12th, the week ahead of uh, the August August 19th Dream, Dream Cruise date this year. But uh, Tom and I will talk a little bit more about uh, some of the details about why Roadkill Nights is, movement, uh, is moving on the other side of the break. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello. Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely no, positive we won't. that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. No. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800 AM Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600 with a must-air-within-30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. WADL gets a facelift and is now My 38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8 p.m. Catch a two-hour block of Law & Order SVU. Tuesday, Chicago Fire. Wednesday's Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You'll get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My 38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need The Word Network. My baby be 
beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. My curiosity running wild. Cruising and playing the radio. With no particular place to go. Riding along in my automobile. All right, welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne. Auto columnist for the Detroit News, talking with Tom McDonald, who is a uh, fellow Motorhead and M1 Concourse uh, member. And Tom uh, uh, often uh, will be heard on this station. He and I uh, 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 team up uh, for events up at M1 Concourse, most notably the American Speed Festival, which is in the fall. Uh, but another big um, event uh, that's been at M1 for the last uh, seven years is Roadkill Nights, powered by Dodge. That is moving from M1 Concourse uh, and the uh, stretch of Woodward right out in front uh, this year. Uh, we we think it's just going to move uh, up up the road, uh, Tom. The the rumor is it's going to be up uh, just south of the. Uh, Pontiac Loop on Woodward, uh, where there's uh, still a lot of room to stage cars. Right, by the and the Phoenix Center, I think that's what yep. I have heard as well. Yeah. So uh, well, that, that, again, as long as it carries on the tradition of being on Woodward Avenue, that's the important thing. And of course, to actually, I'm sure they have the great sponsorship of uh, Motor Trend and of uh, the Dodge brand, uh, Stellantis, uh, really adds a lot. To, uh, to Detroit. Yeah, and, uh, and I was talking to uh, Eric Schwab, who uh, runs the event for Motor Trend. Uh, he's still very excited about it this year. I talked to the Dodge folks. Uh, they're all in, so I don't think there's going to be a diminishment in the, in the excitement. It's just a matter of uh, finding the best, best venue. And when uh, MDOT, uh, Michigan Department of Transportation, came in to add a Michigan turn there at Woodward and South Boulevard. I don't think any of us thought that might affect the dragway on Woodward, but that's exactly what's happened, Tom. Yeah, that's uh, well, hopefully that's temporary, and uh, hopefully next year it will be back at uh, M1 because, you know, it, it really bookends uh, the Woodward Dream Cruise, and, of course, at M1 on Dream Cruise Saturday is uh, the Woodward Dream Show, which is uh, growing each year at M1, and uh, it's, it's Friday. I think it's August 18th and 19th of the uh, of the Dream Cruise, and this year um, the Dream Show is going to be honoring, I think, the 70th anniversary of the, the Corvette. Uh, from 1953 to 2023, yep. and I think also um, I think they're honoring uh, Mopar uh, this year as well. So it should be an exciting week, starting off with the uh, uh, Motor Trend program, hopefully somewhere near Pontiac, and then ending up at the Woodward Dream Show at M1 Concourse. And, of course, you and I will be there hopefully looking over Woodward Avenue and talking about all the great cars that go up and down between Eight Mile Road and uh, and Pontiac. Yeah, and as you say, uh, it's, it's really become a natural north 
uh, point for for the uh, Woodward Dream Cruise. Ferndale has always been the anchor uh, down south. Uh, that's where the official ri- uh, ribbon cutting uh, oh. on uh, d- during Dream Cruise Week. Uh, there's a big display down there by Ford and Mustang. Uh, but then anchoring the north end uh, with M1 Concourse in recent years has really made a lot of sense. And it's a, and 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 Tom, it's a place. Uh, as long as Dodge has been there, it's a place where folks can come in and actually get into cars on a racetrack and experience what it's like to be in a in a in a Dodge Hellcat at speed. Yeah, and that's one of the the beauties certainly uh, of Emlyn Concourse is that it is, you know, it's an incredible facility located right in the middle of the biggest automotive community in the country, and that's southeastern Michigan. Yeah, and, and uh, fabulous facility. Uh, it's, it's private facility, but uh, but M1 has always been determined uh, to to uh, to be a part of Pontiac and to, to make that facility accessible to the public. And uh, this Roadkill Nights event uh, was just one such example. Then the uh, uh, the event uh, over the Dream Cruise weekend is 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 another. Uh, it'll be interesting, Tom, if if uh, if they do indeed uh, move it up to. Uh, to downtown Pontiac there in the on the Woodward Loop in Pontiac, um, if they can recreate uh, that excitement in, in in the parking lot there, because M1 is such a natural uh, venue. Yeah, but also, I mean, M1 is you were just mentioning about uh, you know the facility, but the first Saturday of uh, every month, starting actually last month, it was rained out. But uh, this coming Saturday is uh, something called Cars and Coffee, which is uh, sponsored by uh, Galling uh, uh, Chrysler or Galling uh, Group. But, I mean, that brings 1,500, as you call them and I call them, gearheads together for a couple hours on the first Saturday of every month to show up their cars and to gaze at everybody else's cars. And it's open to the public. It's free. Uh, just bring your cool car, and you get a parking spot right around the racetrack. It's a, it's a great, a great car watching uh, opportunity. Yeah, it's an incredible event, and then M1 does multiple cars and coffees throughout the year, uh, yeah. and so it's yeah, it's a way, uh, obviously, for people to socialize and participate, but also just to see the M1 facility, which is such a unique uh, facility to have a test track within a metro. Uh, Detroit area, uh, Tom. Uh, and, and, you know the other reason it's great is is because you can you can uh, 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 go fast uh, legally in uh, it, within the metro Detroit area at a place like M1. Uh, uh, have you ever you ever drag raced on on Woodward? You've you've had some pretty interesting cards over the years. You ever done any little drag racing? Well, uh, I just don't want to say publicly, but uh, <laughs> yes, I did have me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's a great tradition in this town, and and that's why, of course, uh, Roadkill Nights. Uh, it was such a natural, uh, nat- natural to to do legal uh, drag racing on Woodward. One of my favorite highlights, Tom, uh, of of uh, Roadkill Nights was when the two sheriffs of uh, Oakland County, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, what was the neighboring? Uh, um, uh, oh, I know him well. Yes, yes. Uh, and the and the the, uh, the sheriff from over in uh, yeah, and over in Macomb, they actually squared off 
And uh, for a drag race down Woodward, uh, this was a couple years ago. I, I think that, that that right there is the spirit of Roadkill Nights. And it really, and it's very interesting you bring that up because um, the Oakland County Sheriffs uh, they use M1 now uh, for some of their training, uh, some of their driver skill training for their uh, their deputies. Uh, so that's kind of a, again a little bit of a of, of a benefit of having a facility like that. That uh, even the uh, the sheriffs can come in and practice some of their pursuit driving. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, all the M1 uh, has all kinds of uh, activations there for all kinds of groups who can come in. As I say, just extraordinary to have a a, a racetrack of that caliber in the middle of a metro area. You don't have to haul your equipment all the way out to Grattan. Uh, up up in uh, the north end of the state, or all the way out to, um, uh, or, or or all the way out to the uh, uh, the west side of the state. Uh, what's what's the racetrack over there, um, over toward the lake? Uh, oh yeah, I've been been there numerous times. Yeah, it's yeah, you can go to Ram One right right there in the in in the area. Well, uh, Tom, uh, they got the next thing coming up too is the American Speed Festival. Which is going to be at M1 uh, this year. That's right. Uh, that's sponsored, I think, by Comerica Bank. Yeah. And that's at the end of September. And there'll be some incredible cars there. And um, your car will probably be one of the highlighted vehicles again, Henry, as it was last year. I, I will be there. And, Tell uh, folks about that. Yeah, I'll be there in a Porsche 904 this year. Yeah, just signed up. So that's that's going to be exciting. Gin- Gingerman Raceway. That's the uh, that's the other track. Yeah, way way out west. Tom, uh, thanks for coming on the uh, program as always, uh, and have a great wedding in Philly today. Okay, thanks, Henry, and look forward to seeing you at, and uh, at M1 and your listeners at Cars and Coffee. Yeah, look forward to it. All right, All we're right, going to take yeah we're going to take a break here at the top of the hour and hear from our sponsors, and on the other side, more car stuff here on Car Radio on 10 a.m. Have you thought about advertising your business on our 9 to a.m. superstation? Our audience is bigger than ever, and your investment will be lower than ever. Find out how you can grow your business. Give us a call during business hours and ask for Henry, 248-357-4566. We will tell your story, and more folks than ever before will come to your door. 248-357-4566. Ask for Henry, the super audience at our 910 superstation, wants to hear about you. Call now. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness.